Hey everybody, Max Kevin here for the Little Cute Podcast, not too long. Well, well, I let friends go on a little business trip here. She's going to Detroit, Michigan. Uh, she's taking a little one-week uh, business trip to Detroit, Michigan. Uh, not really sure uh, why her company is sending her there, because uh, I don't know, there's really nothing. I mean, what is there in Detroit? Is there a lot of business in Detroit? I don't know, maybe 50 years ago. Not so much now. There's a lot of abandoned housing. I don't know. I don't know why they're... Well, her company's spending a bunch of money to send her and her colleague to a business, to some goddamn convention there, you know? Why don't you just use the Zoom, you know? We got this Chinese, Chinese video chat, just use that. Just be like, yeah, hey. I don't know. Anyway, you know what that means? It means me and Zoro, we're gonna be, we're gonna be bachelor pad. We're gonna be in a bachelor pad, me and the boys, just me and the boys. Me and Zoro. We're gonna be alone for a week, just fucking chilling, dude, just fucking partying, dude. We're just going to get lots of cocaine and hookers over here, me and Zorro. And he's going to get, I don't know, I don't I don't think he likes cocaine and hookers, but uh, maybe he'll just, I'll just give him some meat, you know? I'll just give him some little treats. Some little treats. And when he licks his balls, I'll tell him he's a good boy. Good boy for licking your balls. Actually, Zorro, uh, Zorro's being a bad boy recently. Uh, we're going to have to, we're going to have to cut his balls off pretty soon here, you know? Because he's, his bad behavior is kind of increasing, you know? He's been jumping up a lot. He, uh, he finally learned today that he can jump up on the sofa, you know, he learned how to jump, you know, so he was, uh, jumping on the sofa today, so, uh, you know, when he did that, we told him he was a bad boy, put him back in his cage, no jumping on the sofa, Zorro, you know, and, uh, yeah, you know, gonna have to do some training for that, anyway, anyway, nobody, nobody actually cares about my life, let's talk about what, what people actually care about, which is my UFC 280 predictions, my UFC 280 predictions. Oh man! Oh, this is a, this is a, this this is what this card is what we call stopped, dude. It's fucking stopped. This card is stopped. I mean, even the prelims, even the prelims, we got some. Like we got Bilal Muhammad versus Sean Brady. Maybe they should have put that on the, uh, on the uh, you know. What do you call it? The other pay per view there, the other the 279, which was terrible. You know, like maybe even a fight night or something. You know. That should be a good one. Of course, Sean Brady's up and coming, dude. He's up and coming, undefeated. Even though he hasn't really fought anybody that good, he's undefeated. Of course, he's facing Bilal. I'm definitely Muslim Muhammad. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know too much about Sean Brady. I'm not sure. You know, Bilal, of course, he likes to wrestle. You know, he likes to win by uh, wrestling guys. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know if Sean Brady, uh, let's, let's check here. Does he have a wrestling background? Sean Brady, Sean Thomas Brady is an American mixed martial artist who competes in middleweight division of the Ultimate Fighting Championship as of August 2022. He's number eight in the UFC rankings. Let's see. Background: Brady was born while studying. He studied Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu. So yeah, it doesn't look like he has a wrestling background. Doesn't look like it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know too much about this guy, actually. You know, so uh, of course, uh, Bilal Muhammad, he's the underdog there. But I don't know. He, I, he could probably, he could probably just out wrestle him. You know, that's how, that's how he pretty much wins every time. Just uh, out wrestles guys, which is fucking boring. You know, hey Bilal, no one wants to remember your name because your fights are goddamn boring. So all you do is wrestle guys. Why don't you try to punch him in the face or kick him in the balls? All right, that's that's what people want to see. All right, we want to see dudes getting kicked in the balls. Alright. That's what I want to see. I want to see the 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 nutshot fighting championship where it's like 
the only rule is you can't you can't punch or kick anybody in the face or anywhere in the body. You can only kick or punch to the balls. That's it. It's called the Nut Butt Nut Shot Fighting Championship. I, I think that that'll be much better than the bare knuckle bare knuckle brawl. I mean, no one. I mean, okay, think about it. You know, you're on a Saturday night with your boys. Like, boys, what are we gonna watch tonight? We're gonna watch UFC, bare knuckle boxing, or we're gonna watch nut fight nut shot fighting championship. You know, I think that's that's easy easy pick. You know, everyone wants to see nut shot fighting championship. You know, uh, of course, it'd probably be tough to uh, recruit fighters for the nut fight nut nut shot fighting championship. They'd have to pay them pay them a little bit more, I think. All right, of course, we got the main card. We got Caitlin Duke again. Versus Madame Fio, Fiorot. Of course, uh, she's French, so uh, I probably don't pronounce that last T. It's probably Fio, Fioro. Manon, Manon Fior. I don't know. I don't, uh, my, uh, my French accent kind of went a little Italian there. Uh, of course, uh, I don't care. This is, the, this is the tall blonde girl fight, dude. Tall blonde girl fight. You ever, uh, you ever go to the, you know, like a mall in like a, you know, suburban area and you just see like the old, old blonde moms, you know, that's kind of what this fight is. You know, it's like the blonde male fight It's the blonde male fight, even though they're only like 32, 33, they're not that old, even though, you know, female fighters kind of look older than they actually are because, you know, they're fighters, I guess. Anywho, the French chick, she doesn't look so bad. She looks, she looks, she looks, I mean, she looks a lot better than, than, uh, Caitlin Cheek again, you know? As far as uh, as far as uh, good looking fighters go, she's not so bad. She's not so bad on the eyes there. She's not so bad. What's up, Mama? Want to practice your jujitsu? Want to practice your jujitsu? Yeah, I think she was supposed to fight. Let's see. Let's check this this girl. Yeah, she was supposed to fight Jessica Andrade, but uh, that fight got canceled. She defeated Jennifer Maya. And yeah, I don't know. Who cares? Girl fights are kind of boring. Anyway, uh, but we got the rest of the card. The rest of the card is stacked, dude. We got four. We got four exciting fights. We got Benil Dariush, the uh, Benny. Benny, where's my goddamn Tesla, Elon Dariush? You know, of course he's uh, he's famous for um, you know calling out uh, Elon Musk in his victory speech for uh, not delivering his. Um, is uh, Tesla, and of course, I don't know if you looked at uh, Tesla's uh, third quarter uh, financial results there, but their their year over year sales went down. So of course, uh, Tesla took like a six percent hit. Of course, uh, it's uh, it's still probably maybe seventy five percent overvalued. So I don't know if you got that stock, probably sell it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he's fighting he's fighting one of my favorite fighters here, Matheus Gamrot. You know, and uh, yeah, I think uh, you know Darius. He's uh, he's decent. He's a decent fighter. He's a decent overall fighter. You know, he doesn't have any real specialty. You know, he's kind of just good, good at everything. You know, and uh, he was supposed to fight Islam Makachev, and that was that was gonna be that was gonna be a career killer for him. And I don't think, I mean, he's ranked like number four, but I think that's that's much higher than his actual skill level. I think they they kind of just messed up the rankings there. He's not actually, he's not, he's just not spec. He just you know, he's just all right. He's just not, he's just pretty good. Yeah, he's a top ten. He's a top ten guy. I don't know about top five, but he's a top ten guy. He's fighting Mateus Gamrot, who uh, who I think is going to be a, a title contender. You know, the guy's cardio is just insane, man. Mateus Gamrot, and uh, so uh, I put. Uh, let's see, I put. Uh, what did I bet here? Oh, I did a little parlay for the French girl Manon Manon Fiorot and Mateus Gamrot. Put ten bucks on that. They're both uh, minus two twenty favorites. You know, so. Uh, 
they should both win. I think they'll both win that fight. Uh, do I, I do love I, lo I do love Darius, but uh, he just I don't think he just he just doesn't have he just doesn't have that special that special magic up and up inside of him. You know. Then of course we got Peter Peter Piotr Pan Peter Pan Piotr Yan versus uh, Sean. I got a snow cone on my head, O'Malley. And because uh, uh, O'Malley's going with the uh, red hair this time. Of course, he's not doing snow cone. He's not doing the rainbow snow cone this time. He's uh, just going straight red. Uh, I don't know. I guess that's the, the fire inside of him, the blood inside of him, you know. Of course, a lot of people like Sean O'Malley, you know, because uh, he's, got, he's got decent striking, you know. And uh, he's, uh, he's uh, beat a lot of cans, as they call them, you know. He's looked really good against people that suck at fighting, you know. And, uh, of course, Peter Piotr Yan, he's uh, probably, in my opinion, the best bantamweight there is, you know, even though he's not champion, even though he lost to Alderman Sterling, basically because of uh, one round where Alderman Sterling, like, kicked him lightly, like, five times. And so he won that round. Even though he probably, probably lost, and, like, you know, if, as far as, like, street rules, he kind of lost the fight, but he uh, won the rounds. So now Alderman Sterling's champion, even though Peter, Peter Piotr Yan's probably the better fighter. But uh, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think O'Malley has a chance here. I don't think he. I don't. I mean, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people that don't know anything about UFC think he might have a chance. But uh, you know, he, of course, he's got the reach. He's got the reach. But of course, uh, Peter Yan, he's he's kind of shorter than everybody. So he's uh, he's used to fighting guys with shorter with longer reach. I mean, every every fight he he fights is the other guy's got a longer reach. You know. So I think he's used to that. And uh, O'Malley is just he's got he's got really good striking, but that's all he's got. He's got, he's got no wrestling. I don't know. I think Yan is, and Yan's defense is just so good, man. He he never gets hit, you know. So I don't know. He's so good. Yan's so good in the clinch too, and just like getting guys timing. He's so good at like judo, you know, and balance. And so I think uh, I think O'Malley is probably gonna try to strike him there, but Yan's just gonna kick his legs and maybe do a little wrestling, you know, get him in the clinch there, you know, just do some dirty judo throws and get him on the ground, and do, just do a little ground and pound and be like, I'm Russian, all right, you ever grow up in Russia, dude? Where'd you grow up? I don't even know. I don't even, where did Sean O'Malley grow up? I don't know. It wasn't Russia, that's for damn sure. You know, anyway, I, uh, so I put, uh, did I put any money on just Yan? Oh no, the odds are for Yan are pretty bad, minus 276. So I did do, I did do, oh, I did, I did do the under, I bet the under, under two and a half, I think, uh, I don't, I don't think it'll go to decision, I don't know, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like if O'Malley gets lucky, he'll knock him out, and if Yan, Yan uh, is just Yan, then he'll, uh, he'll probably uh, take him down and, and beat his ass, and I feel like, I feel like this, actually, I feel like this fight might be over in the first round. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Of course, Yan is a, Yan's a slow starter there. Everyone says he's a slow starter, but uh, I don't know. I just feel like uh, based on these, based on these, the way these two guys fight, it, might, it could be over in the first round there. It could be over in the first round. And then, of course, we got uh, Algermain Sterling versus TJ IPO Dillashaw. TJ, I like to do steroids, Dillashaw. TJ, I have a business called Clean Juice, which is uh, really ironic because I, I use juice and it's definitely not clean. I'm not a clean fighter, but I have a company called Clean Juice. And who the fuck, how, how could that company even make money? Who the fuck goes to a juice bar anymore, you know? Like, seriously, that's, that's his business idea is to sell juice. I mean, fucking, you can, go, you can go to the supermarket and just buy some, go to Costco, get the one gallon jug. I mean, who, I mean, it's not like Starbucks or something. Well, Starbucks is like selling drugs, you know? Starbucks is selling like, 
caramel macchiatos and fucking muffins and shit. You know, your store just sells juice? I don't know. I don't know, dude. Rent in L.A. is expensive. That was probably a bad business decision, T.J. Dillashaw. T.J. I.P.O. Dillashaw. And, of course, uh, I think uh, Sterling's going to take this one. Because T.J. Dillashaw, he's got he's got decent striking. You know, he, uh, I don't know, when he fought Corey Sandhagen, I thought it was kind of even. It could have gone either way. Sandhagen could have won that uh, decision, but he lost, of course. They gave it to Dillashaw. But, uh, yeah, Dillashaw's old, too, man. He's an old man now. He's 36 years old. I don't know. Aljamain Sterling's just got way better jujitsu. You know, he's got better, uh, maybe not better cardio, but he's just younger, you know? I mean, maybe if T.J. Dillashaw was like 32, he might have a, a better chance here, but I feel like uh, I feel like Sterling is just going to be faster, have better... Yeah, T.J. Dillashaw might have better wrestling, though. Might have better wrestling, but... I mean, what, what's he going to do? If he gets him on the ground there, Sterling's jiu-jitsu is probably the best, the best in the bantamweight division, so... I don't think Dillashaw is going to want to take him down. And uh, let's see, what are the reaches? Yeah, and yeah, Sterling's reach is just so much longer, you know. So I think he's, I think Aljamain Sterling's got every advantage in this fight. He's got the reach advantage. He's got the card, the speed and cardio advantage. He's got the jujitsu advantage. You know. What are you going to do, T.J. Dillashaw? What are you going to do? You going to take some more IPO? You going to drink some more clean juice? Is that how you're going to win? That's your only chance, bro. You better start injecting. Then, of course, we got uh, Charles Oliveira. Charles, the champion, has a name. Oliveira versus Islam. I kind of look like Khabib, and Khabib is my coach, and we're both from Dagestan. I got that Dagestani beard, Makachev, you know. Of course, uh, let's see. Uh, I think this is going to be this is gonna be a great fight, too. This is also going to be a great fight here. Uh, Oliveira just looks so good. And, and all of his fights, he's just making everybody... I mean, like Michael Chandler... Was the only one that kind of had him on his knee, on his, on his, on his, uh, you know, on his knees, I guess. Michael Chandler, he, he looked, and he still, he came back and won that fight against Michael Chandler. He made, he made Dustin Poirier look terrible. He made Justin Gaethje look, look like he just terrible, you know. So Oliveira's striking is just so good, and his, his cardio is good. His jujitsu is great. You know, of course, Islam Makhachev, he's got the superior wrestling, most likely, but uh, that's another, another thing, too, like him. And just like T.J. Dillashaw, he's got, he might have the superior wrestling, but w- once he takes him down, what's he going to do, you know? I mean, uh, Oliveira's jiu-jitsu is probably much better, you know? And, uh, yeah, Islam Makhachev, I, I haven't been too impressed with his striking, you know? I think his fights, his striking's not that good. And Oliveira just, he just charges forward and strikes, and he's so good in the clinch, too. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. He, I mean, Oliveira could make a mistake, like try to get him in the clinch, and then Makhachev could take him down. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I feel like this one's going to end quickly, too. I wonder what the under is. Maybe I'll bet the under on that one. Maybe I'll bet the under on that one. Let's check it out. Let's look. Let's look. Yeah, the under. Under 2.5 is minus 155. I think I might bet that, too. I'll do it right now. I'll do it right now. Five bucks. Five bucks on the under. Under 2.5. I'm doing it. Place my bet. Place my bet. Five bucks to win 323. Yeah, I actually, I placed quite a few bets. On uh, I placed I placed I placed quite a few little cutie five dollar bets. On this one, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, Makachev is actually he's 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 I, I feel like this fight is a, is a toss up, but uh, Makachev is actually minus two hundred and Oliveira's plus one seventy three. So I think uh, just a value bet bet on Oliveira because I feel like both these guys it's gonna be fifty fifty. You know, if uh. If Oliveira can 
pressure him and stop him from taking down. Like, you know, I feel like Oliveira's striking is just in, in leagues ahead, Makachev's striking. But uh, I don't know if he'll be able to actually, you know, that's that's the question, you know? That's the question, dude. Is the striking going to be be able to beat the wrestling? That's the... So this is, this is a really good matchup, you know? It's a good matchup of styles. That's This is the fight I'm most excited about, you know? Even though there's so many good fights. I mean, I guess all these fights I'm pretty excited about, you know? Pretty hopped up excited, you know? Pretty hopped up excited. All right, so let's go over my bets here. So you can guys see if, uh, uh, if I'm winning. Okay, first I put, uh, yeah, five bucks on the under. Under two and a half for Oliveira. Then I did under two and a half for O'Malley Yan. Then I did a little parlay with Matthews Gamrot and Manon Fiol. And then I did a straight bet, straight bet on Aljamain Sterling. Ten bucks on Sterling to beat TJ IPO Dillashaw. And then I put uh what did I put? Yeah, under two and a half. Oh, did I bet that twice? Oh whoopsies. I bet that twice. <laughs> I had already bet the under two and a half, and then during this podcast I was talking about it and I bet it again. So oops, I bet it twice. So, oopsies, I guess I put 10 bucks on that, so I better go under two and a half, goddammit. Anyway, uh, of course, I bet I put five bucks or some Oliveira to win. And then I did a cute little parlay with uh, Oliveira, Sterling, and Jan. Five bucks to win 24. That'll be a good That'll be a good one. You know, so anyway, those are my bets. Those are my bets. Gambling's bad for you. Don't don't gamble. Don't gamble. Of course, uh, this, uh, this card, it comes on at 3 a.m. over here in Japan, so I don't know if I'm going to stay up. I probably won't stay up, you know, I don't think I can, I mean, because usually, like, I go to Betty Boopers, like, at 11 o'clock, you know, because I wake up at, like, 6, 6 every morning, you know, or not every morning, but uh, three days a week, I gotta wake up at 6.37, you know, so it's like, oh, God, oh, God, you know, I, uh, I go to bed at 11, so I don't know, I mean, this card's at 3 a.m., oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus, I don't think I can stay up, I don't know, maybe I'll just go to sleep and, like, set an alarm for uh, 3 a.m. so I can watch it. I don't know. We'll see. All depends. Hallelujah. You know what? Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.